following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, now sponsored by AkaiCon, August 7th through 9th at the Cool Springs Convention Center in the Franklin Marriott Hotel. Go to akaicon.com now for more information and how you can get tickets. The Tsunami Faithful Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. I'm your host, Sketch, and with me I have... Founder of TsunamiFaithful.com, Paul Miller. And... ESM Roger, Real Maddox. And... Your esteemed announcer, Jim Nelson. And... Jen, a.k.a. Tarzana. And... Call finally! Introduce yourself. That's... That's your... Finally. <laughs> Yo, what that? Finally? Who are we Do talking we... about? Oh, God. You! Oh, you for get God's sake, bro. Introduce yourself. What, you what's the opposite of sticking the landing? <laughs> oh. hey. Landing on your head and snapping your neck. Man. That's what's the opposite. I bet. I was listening. Well, actually, I was looking up something. Sorry. You just jumped into this podcast like the girl who leapt through time. Well, duh. <laughs> We're going to do this like 30 times. No, I got this no, time. Be, I'm so in. The next thing we know, it'll be 930. <clears throat> no, no. I'm leaving this all in. So welcome to the show, Ryan, <laughs> aka the Mule. Tell us about yourself. Hi guys. So this is uh, the Mule, aka our God fifty five on on Twitter. Uh, you can thank Paul for my great nickname, as he gave it to me back in twenty thirteen, which I'm not sure why, but I'm sure it was because he was nice, nice uh, person that he was. And somehow oh, I ended must up have been hallucinating. Like well, I'm pr- probably drinking. Um, that bitch don't drink. And the, <laughs> well, that one beer, you know. Angry <laughs> it wasn't even his. <laughs> yeah, it was half drunk. He figured he could handle that one. Uh, and anyways, I ended up uh, becoming a, hopefully a good friend of the uh, podcast back then because of my inability to understand what Follow Friday was. <laughs> Yay! Um, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. Okay. Dead air. My story. That's that's the story. So, yes, he is friend of the podcast. We like to chat with him on occasion. So, we thought, hey, we should bring him on sometime. But he also was kind enough to donate to our Patreon. And that's what officially got him on the show. Give the money, guys. Give the money. <laughs> yeah, you need to give more money. No. I'm trying, man. It's okay. You know, they I just said... No, they just sent me up the island. I put a gun to his head. It's like, donate the Patreon, and it happened. <laughs> Bro, what did I tell you about that? Do it more. Exactly. Mm. I'm very disappointed in you. Go to the corner. All right, well, that's enough extortion. <laughs> <laughs> we started a new show on Tsunami this week, Michiko and Hachin. And though we will not Yay. be doing official recaps of the series we already gave a synopsis for the first episode in our primer the uh the other episode and we just wanted to have people chime in on their thoughts on the first episode because it's really a very strong first episode in my opinion so i open the floor you know is to me it's like a brazilian bebop but dealing with hannah's um hannah's um Freaking foster parents, man. They just reminds me of 
religious hypocrites, man, who just want money for a child and just abuse them, man. And then the way the kids were, God, I have never hated a family so much until I saw those. Did you want to use an open hand? Hell no! It was closed fist. <laughs> closed fist with some brass closed knuckles. Fist. <laughs> closed fist, brass knuckles, man. And now I figure keep the pimp hand strong. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you got a good point, that Jim. With some baby powder. <laughs> but yeah, but still, it's a strong episode to begin with. But it really does capture attention, though. I agree. Yeah, yeah it caught caught a lot of attention so much that. I saw like at least five people say, "Oh, I can't wait every week to watch this ep- episodes of this series." So now I got to go buy it. I'm like, "Oh." F-. Wait, uh, yo, one thing that this anime does show that it has in common with *A Wreck of Seven and others is it's okay to abuse children and old people. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay for certain characters to abuse children and old people. <laughs> yeah, religious people. <laughs> All it was missing was Holland, uh, Holland punching kids in the face. <laughs> Indeed, for not doing anything, you know. But there was kicking to the face, so that you yes, know, there was. Good. Yes, there was. Mm-hmm. We got a plethora of tsunami talkbacks regarding Michiko and Hachin's first episode, so I'm gonna go ahead and read those. Cage, impressive how many we got. Mm, yes, KJ Senpai writes in. Never has a Toonami show have characters that got so hated so quickly. Congrats, Hana's foster family. Don't worry. You don't see too much more of them. Yeah. And this is a trend in the talkbacks. Benjamin Pajon writes in, So Michiko and Hachin holds the fastest record for no opinion to F those characters. I am seriously glad we left that house. Amen. I'm glad Hana kicked the shit out of her oh, uh, yeah. stepsister. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. That was great. That was when that great. moment happened, I was she like, did the, yeah, uh, Hana! <laughs> no, she did the Joker. Look at me. Look at me. Remember this face. <laughs> <laughs> that was a triumphant moment, if ever there was. Also, Michiko knows how to make an entrance. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Are you Hana? Little note, no. Man, that's what Monica does in real life when she's introducing herself. I don't doubt it. Just plows right through the building. <laughs> Cody GGPR writes in, I watched all of Helsing, and that family is still the most evil thing I've ever seen on Toonami. <laughs> because they're evil, and they're hypocrites. And that's especially bad. Yeah, well, they are bloodsuckers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lord Terminal writes in, what, we have, what have we learned from this? Don't abuse a foster child, or her real mom will come and kick your ass. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, she's not Sounds her right. real mom. That's that's the exception, not the rule. Close enough. But. <laughs> I did like it. Who are you? I'm a mother. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she said it like a black mama would. I'm a mother. Yeah. <laughs> and, and at that point, Ralph fell in love with the, the English voice actor. Oh, I've always been in love with that voice. Who doesn't? You love Monica. You know you do. Of course. Austin Guest writes in, March 17th. Mark that on your calendars, ladies and gents, as the day Mama descended into hell and came back victorious. Yeah, baby. (laughs) March 17th, really? How convenient. St. Patrick's Day, buddy. Also the day that Tsunami began broadcasting. Oh. Oh, hey. 
Yeah, no wonder they had such a uh, affinity for this series right away. <laughs> you know, interestingly enough, when they talked about it on pre-flight, it seemed like a show that they kind of didn't notice so much back when it was first available. Well, mm-hmm. I sure am glad that they discovered it because <laughs> super glad that it's airing. <laughs> well, well uh, to be quite honest, to be quite honest, I think because they waited, that might have made the acquisition cost a little bit lower. Well, I'm, now that I'm it's sure. on save now. But also, really, you guys didn't notice that? Do you know how many times I bugged the Toonami Tumblers? Like, did you check out Michiko and Hanshin? You should check out Michiko and Hanshin. Michiko and Hanshin, just putting it out there. <laughs> Do you know how many times we said that on the podcast? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we say that a lot. Yeah. Yes. Why weren't you paying attention? This is why you need to pay attention to us. More. Which, by the way, now let, let's go to the board. Check. <laughs> Still waiting on Psycho Pass and Tiger and Bunny. <laughs> Bunny. Yeah, Tiger and Bunny. Tiger and Bunny. Uh-huh. Inuyasha-san87 writes in, All that abuse Hana got was tough to watch. Was one heck of a first episode. Also, I didn't even recognize Monica's voice. I did. <laughs> because I told you. <laughs> I, I think she's going to be live tweeting, by the way, from now on. I believe That's she awesome. will be, yeah. Because this fun. is a this is a series they are like ridiculously proud of over in uh, over at Funimation, especially when I talked with them uh, when I first saw the dub at uh, Anime Boston a couple of years ago. And thus the voice actor live tweeting on me continues to grow. <laughs> you see how many times they like advertise that during Toonami? It was like insane. Like every time there was a commercial, Michiko and Hotchkin, whoa. Okay, we got the point. It's on at 1.30. I'm like, whoa, okay, Toonami, stop. No, no don't no, stop. Don't ever no. stop. Excuse Paul's dumb blunder. He's drinking and he's under the weather. Oh, wait, well, I'm on antibiotics, so that might be affecting me. Yeah. Well, like every other day. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I will stab you, I swear to God. <laughs> Michael Morse writes in regarding uh, Monica Real. It was cool to hear Monica as Michiko on Michiko and Hachin last night. Yes, it was. That yes, range it was. was so f***ing low, but she had that black mama feel she to has it. She has a smashing range. Mm-hmm. She does. And by the way, you should go back and listen to the interview we did with Monica, because she talks about Michiko and Hachin in that interview, so... I think we're due for another one with her now that it's on the air. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. I will be in the process. Just we have to wait for something else to come out. Oh, gosh. Scheduling more interviews. Yes. (laughs) I better be on that one, motherfuckers. But see there again. Me and Jim can record that interview, so we'll see. Hmm. Motherfuckers. Me there. I missed the previous Monica interview. I know. Me too. (laughs) Me too. Shut up. How much money? That was well played. Just saying. (laughs) You're a guest in our house, Ryan. I know. know. My bad. Buell, go to the corner. Phantom Star 162 writes in, It could be just me, but the intro theme to Michiko and Hachin reminds me of the music from Marvel vs. Capcom 2. It's just take you for a ride. (laughs) It's it's kind of a similar beat, but eh, not really. Not really, Stretch. no. It's a Brazilian tank, pretty much. <laughs> yes, that is a pretty good comparison. Nice. And Blatch Zero writes in, Mijiko and Hachin is looking crazy awesome so far. I can't wait to see how ep- how this epic road trip with Hana will play out. There are strippers in a future episode. Woohoo! Yay! Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. 
This is a real world kind of show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's kind of like, you know, you grow up real fast in this show. And generally speaking, everything that happens in Michiko and Hachin could happen in real life. And probably does in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Mark King writes in, Michiko and Hachin made its debut on Tsunami Baby, and it's masterful. This and Kill a Kill are top-tier anime with badass leads. Well said. And I like the pairing mm-hmm. of the two. And during pre-flight uh, this past week, they actually did mention that they that uh, Jason wanted to pair Michiko and Hachin and Kill a Kill as kind of a response to, oh, Tsunami's always about boys. <laughs> well, we got some ladies now, man. It ain't no more Oktoberfest. We don't see the sausage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> One thing is that last talkback mentioned Kill a Kill. Let's just go ahead and roll <laughs> on to the Kill a Kill recap. And uh, it somebody mm-hmm. recently asked me if I would maybe do a radio voice for a Toonami recap. So let's give mm. that a shot. Here is our Kill a Kill recap. Kill a Kill episode 19! Raindrops keep falling on my head all around me. Previously on Kill a Kill, Ragyo unleashed covers upon the populace, stole Junkets from Satsuki, and revealed to everyone that Ryuko was her long-lost daughter. We return to that fight in progress, where things have taken a turn for the worse. Citizens attempt to flee in terror, but are swallowed up by living attire. Satsuki is forced to use her Hail Mary blowing up the academy. We flash forward to one month later, and most of the populace has been enslaved. Satsuki has been caged, and the Elite Four and Iori have joined forces with Nudist Beach. Ryuko has been incapacitated since the previous battle, and Sinket worries about her deeply. When remaining rebels come under attack, Gamagora uses an extraction device to free Mako, and Ryuko awakens, unraveling the attacking covers, saving the people. Senkets is elated, but Ryuko rejects him once again, enraged to know that she is a monster like him. Meanwhile, Ragio moves her plans forward, and a cage Satsuki vows that letting her live will be Ragio's final mistake. Oh gosh, that was hard. <laughs> Sketch uh, the 40s called. They were impressed. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was mostly trying to imitate uh, the uh, Legend of Korra. <laughs> I was, was going to say that. I was going to say that. See that? Yeah. I gotta say, I do, like, tale. I do like this dang old um, title, though, because that is actually an army cadence, too. Hmm. <laughs> now hear this. Now hear this. Baseball. Baseball. Trick. Already on it. Oh, uh, that was a navy hit. That was a navy. Basically. Trick. Ah, yeah. So this is a, a real major change in the storyline of Kill a Kill. We, we finish off that battle. Everything's kind of crazy and chaotic. And then we flash forward to a month later and pretty much everyone around is enslaved except for a small faction. And yeah, things... Uh, it's become Kill a Terminator. It, yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty good, pretty good comparison. Yeah, this, this show's gone off the rails. <laughs> Well, not in a bad way. Well, no, it's taking a turn for the serious, and it's it's intriguing. It's working. The direction that it's going. <laughs> it's kind of funny, though. That, that was kind of funny, though, because they're like, come with me if you want to live. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it, this entire episode kind of gave us that Terminator kind of feel. Well, the second half, anyway, gave us that Terminator feel. Yeah. And Nanan Jacuzere saves the day. <laughs> the only thing missing is the Terminator music. 
By the way, the new Terminator comes out July 1st. Never mind. <laughs> So we're not. No, it's what not using Terminator music because if there was Terminator music, then it would have to have all its music removed, like Dragon Ball Kai. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yamamoto, you plagiaristic son of a gun. But Kill a Kill doesn't need that. Kill a Kill has awesome music. Although I noticed that um, uh, Hiroyuki Sawano, the guy who did the music for it, uh, all of his uh, soundtracks are starting to sound the same because he did um, Kill a Kill and uh, Attack on Titan. Uh, the only music uh, soundtrack I've heard that ha- of his that has any kind of uniqueness to it is Guilty Crown. So, hmm. hmm. Yeah, there's definitely some similar beats to the uh, orchestral music in Kill a Kill and Attack on Titan. It's very, uh, it's very Hollywood. It's very mm-hmm. epic Hollywood music. By the way, it's it's also good to see that uh, Toonami was able to put the. Uh post credit scene in now mm. yes that well that was crucial case. yes <laughs> that was crucial you couldn't um skipping that over would have been pretty bad uh story-wise mm-hmm. so probably the less said about what happened to uh satsuki in the cage the better <laughs> <laughs> yeah. thank me <laughs> mommy <laughs> bad touch <laughs> quit hanging wires mommy dears like really, <laughs> string up her daughter naked in a cage. Yeah, it's not like there's never reason. To, it's not like there's any reason for this. See, this is the difference between Ragio and Oberon. Uh, Ragio is just insane. <laughs> like she doesn't have. She's one. She's not human. She doesn't seem to be doing this for any reason at all. It's just you know she's just uh, insane in the membrane. Oberon is uh, pretty dang insane himself, but <laughs> Ragio manages to trumpet. Oh, yeah. Well, it's mostly because Ragyo is chaotic evil like that, and that she just, I mean, she does it because, because. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, but you gotta admit, she does have a set of bodacious tatas. She does. (laughs) 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 Although she's starting to, uh, she's starting to um, remind me of Alucard. How the hell are we gonna get rid of her now if uh, cutting off her head ain't gonna do it? Mm, Good question. (laughs) And it'll it'll be interesting to see how the writers come up with a uh, way around that. How the hell? Where the hell is Schrodinger when you need him? <laughs> <laughs> come on. Don't worry, but I'll just use my drill to pierce her heaven. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Christ! Speaking of uh, focusing on certain things, uh, Mama Monkonchuk got a uh, quite the gander at Mikisuki's package. Yes, she sure did. I love that. It's she always, was just like staring just down. Staring it's her. always yeah. glowing. Staring. It, it's always glowing down there. Mickey Sugi must be hung like a horse. <laughs> they won't let me dress like that for work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hung like a horse or is he just radioactive? <laughs> Either. Sugi and the radioactive dong. <laughs> hey, hey, mules, all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> well, that enough. must be uh, that must be the way he controls that uh, DTR oh, so well, because, know, right? you know, which he refuses to call its full name. <laughs> yes, because I don't know. I, I think they just decided to give him another quirk, just because. <laughs> well, it's the only thing that really seems to bother him. Yeah, yeah. You, you would think the emergency uh, suction rescue device would. Uh, <laughs> <you know. laughs> just saying. Same. More evidence <laughs> that the uh, that all the women in the Mankanshok family are stacked. Yes, they are. Yes. Indeed. 
Very, very much so. Ryan, do you have any other thoughts on this episode? No, I was just thinking how cool it would be not to uh, have to worry what you're going to wear each day and just automatically be dressed. Yeah. <laughs> just random thought that, you know. <laughs> and my random yeah, thought is, just... how did nobody see what Gamagori was packing? <laughs> to which... Size ain't, ever, size ain't everything. Alex Von David responded, well, maybe the steroids have taken the effect. <laughs> <laughs> it does right. cause streaking. It's all shriveled up like a little raisin. Pretty baby. <laughs> <laughs> right. I guess he could just say shine and start singing my shiny pee in me. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. Shut up, Paul. No one wants to know what you think. Nobody wants to see your thing anyway, so. Hell, I got to use a crane in a damn way, so shut the up. Mm-hmm. The human yeah, how crane. Are you how are you paying for that crane? Legos. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It, oh. It's not a big crane. It's a small one. No, no Paul oh, uses... Oh, shit. <laughs> no, Paul uses a Lego. On its head. It's a Lego crane. Hey, <laughs> I parked my crane. <laughs> <laughs> you must have forgot about the picture I sent out of a Twitter, dude. Pre-crane to rail. <laughs> yeah. So you had the enlargement procedure. Oh, no. <laughs> dude, I'm the Incredible Hulk. I see. <laughs> All natural. Exactly. Very, Hulk smash, Hulk bash. Very handsy. Let's get to those Hulk <laughs> Dude, even the Incredible Hulk can hold my package. All right, Moving on. <laughs> Cody, GG. Wow. This show is going to be very different after the Hanoji Academy face turn. Wrestling reference for you who don't get it. Face turn means they became good guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. The... Enemy of my enemy is my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Or something like that. SL the FMA writes in, I'm glad to see the Elite Four are still having a role in the series. I really like them all. Them and Nudist Beach make a great team. Yeah, they do. Now they're the Mighty Five. (laughs) And the Data Monkey doesn't have the Elite Four plus the champion. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes. Pokemon references. Austin Guest writes in, Mama Monkun Shook can't keep her eyes off the D. Mikisugi or Darrell? Yes. My thought is like, hey, not that, I mean, I know this is going to sound incredibly racist, but how many black people do they really see in Japan anyway? Not many, sir. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was a friggin' novelty there myself when I visited. <laughs> Benjamin Pajon writes in, Gamagori got his waifu back. Those suits should have known not to mess with a man's waifu. Mess with a man's waifu and you lose your life <laughs> <laughs> yeah, What you talking about, foo? <laughs> Jofu! <laughs> I pitted the foo! Michael Morse writes in, Kill a Kill once again, wacky with Mako's mom having a moment with Senkets and Mako returning like Ultron. Like, oh, wow. Huh? I I don't get it. I, I don't get that reference, but I'm I'm wondering it like Voltron, but it no, that doesn't sound right either. I I don't know. And I I have seen Avengers: Age of Ultron, and I haven't, which leaves me even more in the dark. I have no idea what you're. Yeah. Explain it to us. Yeah. Allison writes in, "Mommy, daughter, seductive-looking butt spanking. When did this become Game of Thrones?" <laughs> I love you, Allison. <laughs> I was thinking that myself, actually. 
Tyrion Lannister. And Lord Terminal with a similar thought. So can we officially call this episode Fifty Shades of Ragio? A <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Well, Lord Terminal's becoming a really good contributor. Yeah. He certainly has hey, interesting commentary. He's yeah. learning. He's learning. He probably went to the Allison School of Snark. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> we're doomed. No. He, we're not doomed because he doesn't think on my level. Well, he's <laughs> not an intern. Nope. Interns get it bad. <laughs> that does it for our Toonami Talkbacks for Killy Kill. Thank you for submitting. We probably won't read that many every week. But, you know, make them good and they might make it into the show. Make it so we cannot uh, make them so good that we cannot ignore them. Exactly. Because if they're bad, I am going to clown you. <laughs> That's an interesting threat. <laughs> Let us move along to the Sword Art Online 2 recap. Hey. Allison's favorite show. <laughs> I like how every time I start the Sword Art Online 2 recap, somebody makes some kind of gesture. Sometimes it's a groan, sometimes it's a faint yay, sometimes it's... I'm not sure which one was best. It, it was a little rough. It might, it might have been Jim's... <laughs> <laughs> but it's maybe a tie between that one and Allison's... Uh... Nah, they just... They just need more fiber in their diet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that or they're practicing Drell their Dragon Ball Z. Drell, just keep sure pinching them off. <laughs> All right. Now, for real, our recap of Sword Art Online 2. Sword Art Online 2, Episode 12, Bullet of a Phantom. Kirito and Sinon head out to challenge Death Gun and the other remaining player in the tournament. They defeat the other player and draw out Death Gun. Sinon and Death Gun exchange sniper shots, disabling each other's rifles. Hecate! <laughs> Kirito and Death Gun come face to face once again. Death Gun surprises Kirito by unsheathing a sword which he crafted himself mocks Kirito's beam sword and tells Kirito that he will deal with him and then kill Sinon. While Kirito, <clears throat> Kirito in response, tells Death Gun that he's always wanted to try a beam sword. Yeah, sure. And that he's figured out the ruse of the phantom bullet. As the fight continues, he taunts Kirito, stating that he'll never remember who he is because back in SAO, Kirito refused to hear his name. Meanwhile, Asuna reaches Kirito outside the game and finds his body under great stress. As she and Kirito's attendant observe the battle, they notice Death Gun's username is Sturbing, which the nurse tells Asuna is a medical term meaning to die. Asuna also notices the weapon Death Gun is holding, but can't recall the name of the Laughing Coffin Guild member who used such a weapon. And the climactic conclusion of this battle begins next time. Yay! Goddamn cliffhanger, man. Yeah. At this point, does it matter what his name is? I don't think so. He, I really don't. It's unnecessary because it's like, okay, this guy's going around killing people. Therefore, we must find a way to beat him in the game and then, like, interrogate him. Okay, okay. I, I guess I understand why they need to find out his name because then they can find out who he is in real life. 
because they have that information from SAO. But mm, still, <laughs> seems to be so, so much focus on who is this guy? Who cares? He's psycho. Get rid of him. <laughs> Kill him. Kill him. Shoot first. Ask questions later. <laughs> right. Shoot him in the leg. Shoot him in the legs. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Just kneecap. Shoot man. first and monologue yeah. later. <laughs> exactly. I mean, kneecapping is a time-honored tradition, man. Especially with Darrell. I'd kneecap your ass, man. Seriously. Because <laughs> you're no good, dirty motherfucker. So. Probably that fact too, whore. <laughs> in my old age, my kneecaps could use a good rub. Shut up, Ryan. Go back. And- <laughs> <laughs> You're not that old. And we Thanks. didn't say you come out I of the corner, that. So go back. Any thoughts on this episode? Yeah, I want to know how lightsaber doesn't uh, beat a metal weapon because uh, lightsaber. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> uh, beam sword. Copyright <laughs> <laughs> infringement laws broken everywhere. <laughs> yeah, we can't call it that thing. No. Nope, Sorry. Sorry. Right. Favorite podcast does not endorse Ryan's. <laughs> Star- Star- you, just Wars up, you know they mentioned Star Wars a lot on pre-flight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just put that out there. Hey, Steve works for Star Wars. So yeah, it's kind of. It, either you cover Star Wars or you don't have that much to talk about with Steve Blue. <laughs> <laughs> All Jedi or no Jedi? <laughs> yeah, we just gonna sip that one out. Yeah. Let's get on to the uh, talkbacks and let the uh, fanboy pissing contest continue. I'm gonna start this hey. a little bit out of order from what I wrote here, just because we just mentioned Star Wars. <laughs> Star One Sixty Two writes in the Force is strong in Kirito this weekend. Sir, this isn't the anime series you're looking that's for. That's not the Force. That's the hacks. Well, the hacks, <laughs> hacks be with you. If you go with beam right or beam sword, then it's kind of a Gundam thing. So either way, it's a win. Oh. Good reference. Good reference. Bravo, bravo. Now you, can, now you can come back out of the corner, right? Yay. Well, it's not like I'm a freaking intern, so screw that. No, go back in the corner now. <laughs> Ryan's going to play by his own rules, bitches. That's, that's right. Mike like writes that. in Kirito, and Death Gun's battle begins as Kirito does his Jedi tricks, and Death Gun does his best Darth Vader. <laughs> oh, God. Star Wars references. Next thing you know, he's going to start taunting Kirito by mentioning his sister lover. Not really. Oh, dang, man. Oh. That way, and oh, God. sister cousin. <laughs> yeah, sister cousin. <laughs> I was uh, reviewing Jose's old statement on uh, all of sword art from his Tumblr, in which mm-hmm. he's talking about the second arc, and pretty much every other sentence writes in, and he and she wants to bang her brother, and he wants to bang his sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that now. I couldn't finish the rest of the oh, post. Right. And his sister I was, wants to I was laughing so hard. He wants to bang so his custer. Yeah. His, but um, his, I have never up. seen Jose. No, Jose, when it comes to stuff like that, he's pretty resilient when it comes to, um, you know, anime and stuff like that. And, you know, BS that he puts up with. Sword Art is the one series I know of that made Jose said, say, without any hesitation, I'm done. <laughs> I quit. Speaking yeah, okay. of I'm done, that uh, that goes into our topic later. But let us mm-hmm. continue the talkbacks. SL the FMA writes in, I really love the setting of Kirito and Death Gun's fight. Death Gun didn't have much voice effects, 
that disc in greatness. A pimp name, Ben Disc. <laughs> yeah, I did notice that they didn't put on quite as much modulation on this one, so you could actually hear the acting, and it was really good. I like that. Nice, nice change. Sketch, don't forget the first uh, talk back up there. Yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. <laughs> TKA256 writes in, being critical of Sword Art Online to feels like being critical of the room. Sit back and enjoy Death Gun and the awful plot. <laughs> you can't compare the two. <laughs> nope. Yeah, one is cancer, the other one is diarrhea. <laughs> which one's which? Oh my God. Well, no, I'll leave fairness. That to the fans. <laughs> if, if you go with Death Gun being Darth. We'll say dark, dark helmet in this case. You got uh, <laughs> so your cousins, brothers, roommates, sisters, you know, uh, son, and like, what does that make us? Nothing, brothers. nothing. It makes us nothing. Wait, 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 wait a minute. What? Time out, time out. Did you just use a spaseball reference? Yes, yes, sure. And it was freaking off. Well, in SHO2, <laughs> come on, it pretty much is. This means nothing. Idea. Generally, not a good idea to reference a good movie when you're referencing a bad uh, film or anything else like that. <laughs> well, but I'm not comparing it to the film. I was comparing the the thought pattern of it's nothing and it means nothing, which a lot of this. Right, but at the same time, it's like when they showed Casablanca during Overdrawn at the Memory Bank. <laughs> well, that's uh... just funny. <laughs> wow. Generally, not a good idea to reference a good movie in the middle of your bad one. <laughs> Fair, fair enough, fair enough. True. Yeah, that's, that's kind of like somebody offering me OE when I know when they know I drink Guinness. <laughs> On the topic of Darth Helmet, I really would have enjoyed a moment where Death Gun is just in there kind of panting. It's like, oh, oh, it's hard to breathe in this thing. <laughs> I can't breathe in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, of course, it's just Avatar. I'm surrounded so by really assholes. Concern. They can breathe on I'm surrounded water. by assholes. That's hilarious. <laughs> Why not? Keep firing, assholes! <laughs> yes! We'll talk about this. Yes. Austin, speaking of assholes, I see one that has it in there. And the time that Jarrell got broken. <laughs> The second time I've broken Darrell. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn you, Jim. <laughs> Austin Guest writes in, So the big twist that Death Gun is in fact some random asshole Kirito doesn't know? What a twist. Bite me. So much hate. Yeah, so much hate. Like, you people need to go f*** yourselves, to be honest with you. <laughs> the salt. Like, seriously, like, Sword Art Online 2 is not bad. Like, I, I, don't, I'm just like... Confused. Don't, Paul. Do not. <laughs> Be here all night. Do not Seriously. Work. This will not end well. People can like it. People can not like it. It's fine. I'll put it to you like this. The story is kind of oversold at times, but the voice acting is excellent, though. It is. So, I want to like it. <laughs> except, except for that one really, really, really important thing. Like <laughs> <laughs> the story. No all right, moving on. <laughs> Benjamin Pajon writes in. Yes. In SAO1, it showed people's handles are always shown on the HUD. Him not saying his name is just bad writing. <laughs> well said. Uh, yeah, why couldn't Kirito? Uh, somebody else continue these talkbacks, because I have to address something. Okay, I'll take <laughs> care of it from here, because I am the backup host. <laughs> you just have that sexy voice. <laughs> At Rhyme Helix, 
I'm not sure why fans hate on Sinon. She's got a good head on her shoulders and a nice pancake butt. She ain't got no pancake <laughs> butt. She got a <laughs> That's an onion. <laughs> it's an onion. It makes me cry every time I look at it. Oh, um, I, I can't say I can't say I have ever heard of the term pancake butt before. I have. I have. Yeah. Uh, I must be. I must be some kind of prude then. Oh, you're, Fabian. Just from, you're just from Boston. It's fine. Prude. <laughs> yeah. Fabian, Fabian or Fabian Fabuber says, how the f*** is Yui talking to Asuna through a phone and giving her directions to Kirito in a hospital? I got a better question. How the f*** did you get out of Darrell's basement? <laughs> in turn, I swear. <laughs> Every That's time we have a problem. Darrell, I think your uh, security's full of holes. I oh, think no. Allison helped him. Amongst yeah. any yeah, uh, other things. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the right handcuffs to use. No, this time I'm it was the free free ones. Yeah, it was. A, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, the, fuzzy hand, the fuzzy handcuffs are actually can be broken. If they put the fuzzy handcuffs on the cop's guy, I can break these cuffs. He would have broken them. <laughs> it's okay. Allison held them out, though. Darrell, we talked about this. The metal ones, much better. Dude, yeah. this time I'm putting the ball and chain and the barbed wire handcuffs. All right, Ryan, you should know by now when Booze is involved, he doesn't know what the hell's going on. Oh, ball. no. When Booze is involved, I know exactly what's going on. I'm actually very, very cognitive and very clairvoyant. And you, and you make the wall peel. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. Basically, Paul's right. That's right. Drink. Drink. Yeah, nailed it. We go to Suplex City, bitches, with Lord Terminal next. Next week, Johnny Young Bosch leaves a black mark on his resume. Whoa! <laughs> like he didn't already. Oh, that's just so wrong. Too much. That was just too soon. Too soon. Derek Sickink, I think I pronounced that correctly, says, you got it right. This isn't really a talk back to a particular show, but I'll call Sketch my daddy. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. No, 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 no. Sketch is my bae. No. <laughs> but I slept in the same room with your bae. Yeah, you know I have problems. We're going to sell this. <laughs> oh, well, bring it on, damn little lady. Oh, that's right. I forgot to honk your boobs. Honk. Honk, honk. Darrell, are my hugs not good enough for you? No, they're not good enough anymore. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> they're good enough not, for me. I know. It's that seen, that's because you're that perverse. Sketch in person. He's, uh, he can't have anything better. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, that will do it for our episode recaps this week. And for this week on Toonami, we got ourselves a nice lineup promo. And uh, summer of to- summer of Toonami, I guess we could call this one. Yes. I guess. And we got a couple more uh, talkbacks here. Wow, you guys were really, really productive this week. Man, really feeling that first weekend of summer. I mean, it's the first time I've told them to send talkbacks and they actually listened to us and did what we asked. Hey, that's what happens when uh, we lose a, a uh, recap and now we can do more talkbacks. So. Exactly. Well, at least I don't have to go and get the belt yet. <laughs> oh, trust me, the belt will be needed. It always is. The belt always gets pressed into service <laughs> exactly. somehow, some way. And I got Especially, a black one. Especially for Arthur. Arthur. <laughs> oh, Speaking Arthur. of Arthur, he has, he has a Toonami talkback for us. Wow. Exactly why I brought that into this. Arthur Mesa says, I like when Tom opens Toonami with a bebop quote. Yes, we all do sometimes. <laughs> very nice. Other talkbacks. Daoud, uh, I'm going to try to pronounce this, but I'm very likely going to butcher it. Uh, Daoud Fiquirian. Uh, Fakwarian, I think it is. I had an eye where there wasn't one. Said uh, at Daofak, D-A-O-F-A-Q, Daofax.com. 
Tonight's DBZ Kai made me realize that Foxy's slow, slow power is a copy of Gildo's time freeze. Who pulled it off better? Slow, slow beam. Good question. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Jafus N. Craig at JCMon05 says, Crossover idea. Titans are like Kamui woven with 200% life fibers. You thought it was God's doing, but it was me, Ragyo! Way to use the Dio. <laughs> don't don't say that because somebody's going to actually probably draw this shit out. <laughs> Somebody okay. please do that now. If you are listening to me, if you want to annoy and just freak Paul out, do it, please. It freak me out. I would love to see Paul in pain again, people. Yes, do it. Anything well, to annoy I, him. I don't know how that would put me in pain, but okay. <laughs> just relax your throat. And you'll It'd be a punch to the soul. That's how it would happen. <laughs> punch the soul. Actually, it would be probably like, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> Inuyasha-san87 says, Luchi is a demon. Once again, One Piece teaches us the government is corrupt. No comment. <laughs> you know what? I ain't gonna even make no comments on that. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> but I did make a comment last, on Sunday, I mean, Saturday night about that, though. Ooh! <laughs> I probably lost a couple of followers because of that. Not that I knew. Very nice. <laughs> Okay, so that does it for this week on Toonami, and now we get to move on proper to the news. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News. Powered by TunamiFaithful.com. So we have ourselves some ratings to go through. So, um, any eighteen. Now, this is uh, a nice disclaimer that we have on the on the website, but I would like to address it on the podcast. Keep in mind, any 18 to 49 data from comedy shows is a broad number, not exact. Basically, the number from the link above times 1.2698 million. Again, not exact. Thank you. Drink. Hey, that was on there. (laughs) I I was just reading from I was just reading from the script, motherfuckers. Okay, so the 18 to 49 ratings, and uh, should I? Yeah, we're going up against last year, so we'll do this. Uh, at 11 p. 30 p.m., Family Guy, also known as Animation Cancer, for the 18 to 49s, <laughs> brought in 1.1 million viewers. That's 1,104,726 viewers. Dragon Ball Z Kai at midnight did 881,000. Kill the Kill with a disturbing drop at 665,000. Sword Art Art Online, 622,000. Inuyasha, the final act for its finale, 547,000. That really pisses me off. Continue. Mind you, these are still the 18 to 49 ratings. Yes, I know. Naruto Shippuden, 562,000. One Piece, 521,000. Attack on Titan, 537,000. The Cleveland Show at 3.30 after the end of Tsunami, 533,316 viewers. Cleveland Show, 558,712 viewers. Uh, American Dad, 609,504. 
King of the Hill, 622,202. And King of the Hill finishes what used to be Toonami's night at 596,806. Mind you, those were all the 18 to 49 ratings. Yeah, f- uh, f- American Dad, uh, <laughs> King of the Hill. F- just uh, just f- Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> Varland, he's not funny anymore. <laughs> f- him. By the way, just give me, just give us back the 3:30 time slot already, okay? <laughs> We're beating out that Cleveland show at that time. Just give us the f-ing half an hour and let's be done with it before I have to go down to Turner's office and ring it out of you. F- <laughs> not cool, Paul. Not cool. Well, anyway. hey, hey, hey. I, I said I was going to go down there and ring it out of the. F- I didn't say I was going to ring it out of the tsunami crew because <laughs> they actually know what they're doing. Family has so anyway. Uh, the total <laughs> ratings for June thirteenth. Family Guy, 1.383 million. Dragon Ball Z Kai, with the same number, 1,383,000. Kill, Kill a Kill, 1,138,000. Yes. Sword Art Online, 1,059,000. Yes. Then uh, the 1.30 AM Curse, <sighs> Inuyasha, the final act, 897,000. What a hell Where of a drop. Where the f*** were all of you? Naruto Shippuden, 886,000. One Piece, 838,000. Attack on Titan, 834,000. Cleveland Show, 792,000. Cleveland Show, back half, 836. American Dad, 921,000. King of the Hill, 899,000. And King of the Hill, back half, 848,000. King of the Hill. (laughs) And then we get to compare those numbers against the total ratings we had for last year, June 14th. Attack on at 11:30. Attack on Titan, 1.277 million, 1,277,000 for you people out there. Bleach, 1,168,000. Space Dandy, 857,000. Naruto Shippuden, 866,000. One Piece, 856,000. Blue Exorcist, 800,000. Black Lagoon, 693,000. Beware the Batman, 808,000. Naruto, 859,000. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. 671,000, Samurai Jack, 706,000, Star Wars The Clone Wars, 681,000, and Symbionic Titan at 598,000. Oh, I feel like I just stepped into a time warp. Yes, you did. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, the top half is good. Oh, shit, the bottom half is a lot better. Yeah, but you know what? Um, it's just nice to not have to worry about a back end like that anymore. Because it really was a rear end for a while. <laughs> Speak there. That's, that's what she said. Uh, (laughs) moving on to trending we had ourselves a trending video that was released and it's i guess it served as a refresher course because from what i understand we had a perfect night of trending this is this is the second week in a row yep we had uh it for the united states trends and from what i have here it doesn't look like anything uh trended worldwide which isn't that big a deal isn't a big deal but we like to get those worldwide trends uh, I, can read. I can read this if you want. Yeah, go right can, ahead. Wait a minute, you can read? Yes, I can. <laughs> That's unlike news to you, me. Unlike you, you uh, aren't you a librarian? Sure am. Oh, so that's Genius. why you watch a lot of videos. Okay. Anyways. Um, no, no, so, I have uh, to step in and make sure this doesn't happen. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, sketch Yay. with the run-in. Yay, he's back. The library has free videos. The United States trans for Saturday, June 20th, Sunday, June 21st. Toonami and hashtag Toonami during Michiko and Hachin and Kill a Kill. 
Uh, I think only kill a kill during the West Coast. Hashtag DBZ Kai. Hashtag kill a kill. Hashtag Michiko and Hachin. Boy, that's a long one. This also trended during the West Coast airing. Go West Side. Hashtag Sword Art Online 2. Hashtag Ship It In. Hashtag One Piece. And hashtag Attack on Titan. Michiko and Hachin nice. actually managed number three. Yeah. Well, you know, it was, uh, you know, the fast start that we're used to seeing from new shows. Yeah, hopefully you can keep that momentum. Indeed. And for the tweet counts, hashtag Michiko and Hachin managed 6,145 tweets. Yay. Very nice. Yeah. And that does it for our perfect trend. Perfect trend forever. <laughs> That's two. Can we go for a triple play? You dumbass. By the way, Caboose did the Caboose did another video too. So. Yes. That's out there. Thank you, Caboose. As always. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing you guys just went down the line. Yes, we went down the line. Uh, pretty, shall we say, robotic. <laughs> well, not robotic, but you know, business-like. I guess you could say. <laughs> Fair enough. So that means we are up to our topic. How many episodes do you give a show before you drop it? Uh, the time-honored question of all people That's who watch it. many, many shows. <laughs> That's a tough question to answer. Do you mind if I lead off there, Sketch? Go ahead. Okay. Really, for me, it all depends on how many episodes are in the show. Like, for example, uh, most shows these days are 12 episodes, 12, 13 episodes, thereabouts. Um, so I figure giving a quarter of the series, uh, my attention is enough to show, show me where it's going, what it'll be doing and just, uh, and just giving me a good idea of where it'll go. And, um, I know there are, usually they save those twists for the back half, but the way I see it, if a series has not grabbed me in the first quarter, then it's not going to be worth my time to invest in the rest of it. And then usually with 26 episode series, I try to follow the same rule. Um, so a quarter of uh, 26, uh, it's probably about eight, usually about, uh, eight episodes, especially since, um, actually that would be uh, eight episodes for six, six episodes for a 24, uh, eight episodes for 26, excuse me. And then, um, six episodes for 24 because i believe that'd be a quarter of the series but um unless the series really does does something bad to me like for example um i tried to believe it or not i tried to watch school days (laughs) (laughs) i tried i really really tried show us on the show when a cartoon touched you It touched me in my brain because after every I only watched like two, three episodes of it and I came away with a massive migraine each time. Um, And the only other show that did that to me, believe it or not, I got through fewer episodes of Mahoka, the irregular at Magic High School, than I did uh, School Days. Um, At least School Days didn't have incest for me to worry about. (laughs) So it's like sword art. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but sword art was no, smart like, enough it, not to you, include I, 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 ryan 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 have you seen irregular at magic high school yes okay um it went at it with the onisama bullshit from the first episode and that first episode slogged so bad 
Uh, I think I went to, I think I took a sad nap immediately after because it was just, oh my God, I hated it so much. Like that's usually what keeps me from honoring my quarter of the series, um, number because policy, because there are just some series that I cannot sit through. The only other, I can attest that Jim really did try with Mahoka. I tried the first, I tried to uh, sit through the first episode twice. I completed it both times. Both times I came away with a giant headache. So, Jim, SAO mm-hmm. was easier for me to get through, but it touched me in the same places. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like that. Um, it's kind of like that thing in Ren and Stimpy where Ren's just going, my brain. <laughs> it's a log. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another show I couldn't do, um, was Fate Khalid Liner Prisma Ilya, mostly because for most of the second half of the, uh, first episode, an underage girl is in a a towel, in nothing but a towel, and I was just sitting there, like, biting my nails in fear that the FBI would knock down my door (laughs) for watching Oh boy! And so that those are the three episodes, three uh, shows I have only been able to get through one or two episodes of. That's fair. I think that's that's a good general rule to to give a if it's a finite series, to give it mm-hmm. a quarter, and if it's let's say ridiculously long shonen, I think <laughs> after five episodes, if you're not feeling it, why 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 watch more? That's why exactly. Why punish it? Why punish yourself when shonen don't why necessarily get em- better as they get longer? Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time they don't. <laughs> there is a rare exception, One or a or a few rare exceptions at least. <laughs> and yeah, but uh, there's definitely those shows that if there's nothing, absolutely nothing in an episode, it could be the music, it could be the character designs, it could be the overall story of this world like if there's an interesting concept if nothing appeals to you in the first episode why keep watching exactly or you or you're like me and you come away with a migraine hell even talking about mahoko has given me a migraine headache (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i still love you i uh, Mm. i watched one episode of that and went this bores me i'm done yeah (laughs) i wasn't so offended but i did find the incest thing to be really it, it was just so not necessary it's yeah. just it's just there because it's a hot button and it serves no exactly. other purpose and that's that that's the gist of the first episode anyway it may eventually serve a purpose but why should it that's no mm-hmm. i i would say you would actually have to read the light novels to kind of get a better understanding of it Mm-hmm. But you know, it's not for everybody. I actually enjoyed it, but I have my own reasons for liking it, though. And right. no, they were not perverted people. <laughs> sure. No. It's not I, so it's much like, that it's per, it's uh, perverted and stuff. It's just the simple f- that uh, the simple fact that it's like you're <laughs> right. The simple. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it's simple fact, like don't insult my intelligence with this friggin'. Um, incest bs if you're gonna go uh <laughs> if you're gonna at least imply incest that heavily then just make it a hentai go all the way okay. yeah quit teasing me <laughs> or rather quit teasing that way i know i won't watch it 
<laughs> I know a whole bunch of country bumpkins in Alabama that probably would because they like that kind of stuff. Yeah. But Madoka Magica, you need at least episode three to get in. Yeah, once yeah. you get past three, that, you're good with Monica. A, the thing is, that's twelve episodes, and that fits into my quarter. Uh, For, quarter no, no, you're you're fine. Like, I'm just saying, like one or two doesn't quite. Cut you probably establish the quarter necessary after watching Monica. Yes, that was actually that was the series that made me uh, that made me create that rule for myself. Like recently, Seraph of the End is an adaptation of a Shonen Jump manga, and the first three episodes are all very different feeling. the The second and the third more more along the lines of the same thing, but the first episode was very polarizing to me, and I didn't want to continue, but I decided to stick it out for the second and. It's not brilliant, but it's engaging enough. So I'm kind of glad I didn't bail on that show immediately. At other times, a show has a a uh, round of very good introductory episodes, <coughs> and uh, then it turns to crap, and <laughs> then you just drop it whenever. Sometimes I'll yeah, stick it out like, if what the I hell think happened? it's worth sticking it out. If it was like, oh, okay, there's five episodes left. Oh, let's just finish this so I can say I finished it. But other times, like, nope, nope, don't care, <laughs> don't care. For me, the worst. For me, the worst thing is when you know you somehow you manage to get sucked into a show and you keep on watching it, waiting for something to happen. Perfect example: <laughs> Kamisama Dolls. I watched all twelve episodes. It got pretty good in the last three, and but. Like nothing happened. Yeah. Ooh, that's kind of how I feel about the first season of Infinite Stratos. Because <laughs> I enjoyed the slice of life fee stuff, but I was really waiting for you know, action to kick in. Read the manga. That didn't happen. Yeah. The second one's Where are my right. girls in giant mechs. I got more of that and faster in Lagrange. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. But I like the girls in Infinite Stratos a lot more. Mm-hmm. I, so, Lagrange uh, to be kind of dull. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That that's oh. a show that I actually dropped very early on because I just was not compelled to keep watching more. Maybe I'll give it another mm-hmm. shot. I know. Hated so. Batum with a passion. <laughs> really hated it with a passion. I, I so, watched that first episode. The main character was a douchebag. As mm-hmm. I watched him progress, I was like, this still doesn't understand any about damn combat or selfless service. Mm-hmm. Period. I wanted to choke that dude so much because I consider him the game otaku from hell who just has this sense of superiority that made me sick to my stomach. And if I could have wrung this neck, I would have. Now imagine Kirito is a jerk. Now imagine this jerk Kirito takes his mad skills into the real world. That's Batum. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) That is pretty much Batum in a nutshell. Yeah, only this guy's yeah, using swords, uh, he guns, and explosives. <laughs> See, I found it to be a fun, stupid series. I did too, but I can understand I mean, I just liking I... the main character for sure, because he, oh, sure. he's, he's right. very unlikable, which is mm. kind of what's compelling about it, but at the same time, he's really unlikable. And yeah. he just seems like a terrible human being altogether. <laughs> there's, an, there's a difference between anti-hero and... Um, just being an unlikable prick. <laughs> Dance. Deadpool and Desert Punk are <laughs> prime examples of a freaking anti-hero. 
Exactly. You actually like them. But this jerk? Oh. Yes, uh, yeah, Sakamoto. Dude, <laughs> I, I swear. like the premise. I would take my Bowie knife, dude, and give him a new circumcision where he's castrated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes the premise is enough to get you to keep watching, but more often than not, if the main character is so unlikable, people are going to bail. <laughs> it that's just that's just the way yeah. it goes. Because who, whichever character you spend the most time with, if they're not interesting and they're not entertaining in some way, why keep watching them? Mm-hmm. I mean, I I tried. I, I seriously tried like one, two episodes of Batum, and then I was like, that was that was my. It's just twelve episodes, but I could not get into it. And then Samurai Flamenco, that was just misleading altogether. That was very misleading. It it really went off the rails, and it got crazier and crazier. And I kind of like it for that, but at the same time, I didn't actually finish it. I I just I lost interest because it just it it's straight so mean? far from what it seemed to be trying to do, and the change the title was the title was all thrown in the first place. If I see samurai in it, I expect to see samurai. Well, there was no samurai. the flamingos <laughs> didn't throw you off. I'm just saying, little pink <laughs> birds. No, no, nothing. that's a flamingo. Flamingo is a, is a dance. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Whatever. Samurai flamingo. <laughs> <laughs> Samurai Flamingo, that might have had promise. It was a bunch of pink poo. It just it's like a, <laughs> a, pink, a pink bird holding a sword with one of its feet. That'd yeah. been more entertaining. That would have been more entertaining. Trust me, it would have. Been. But I mean, you know, there's a lot of Gundams I felt that way. Like I don't care for the main character, but the story drives me. Yeah. Uh, well, with, with Gundam series, it's a little bit different because there's a Gundam for everybody. <laughs> Robots. Yeah. And. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of the times the protagonist, the the main protagonist in a Gundam series can be really unlikable. Yeah, hero, hero. Everybody didn't like hero for hero, real man. Yeah, but you know, I thought he was a freaking lunatic, which I enjoyed about him. Mm-hmm. Just cold and unfeeling, and just a killing machine. But I think we've gotten uh, off the rails on the topic there. Yeah. So, Darrell, <laughs> do you ha- <laughs> um, Darrell, do you have a specific rule? for um, how many episodes you watch before you drop a series. You decide a series isn't for you. Like, if it's 12, then I'll probably give it about three. And then if it's, like, one of the large animes, mm-hmm. I'll probably give it about anywhere from 10 to 12 episodes before That's I just get up. It's about half the series. <laughs> With the large ones, it just depends. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like, 15 and above, you know, I get 12. All depends on how many. All depends on how offensive the series can be to the senses. You know, to, you know just to mention, he did give Bleach a shot up to like about twenty some episodes. I think. Yeah. So I had to go on like I guess you could say a little bit of the Jose standing on certain things. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Not to just completely rule it out before I just like shit. I don't want to deal with it no more. Mm-hmm. So uh, Jen, do you have a particular rule with your anime? Do you? Uh, how long you watch it until you drop it or continue to decide to continue going? I usually give it about three episodes. No matter uh, the whatever. No the length matter the is. length of the series. Now, okay. like if if it doesn't interest me, the characters don't interest me. Within three episodes, I'll drop it. It's like one, two, three, you're out. Yeah, you fell with the blue girl. <laughs> uh, size, size doesn't matter, is what she said. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I took away from that. But here's, but uh, here's a, uh, I guess here's a question that can be uh, 
um, posed to just about everybody. Um, has there been a series that has been so offensive to the senses that you have not, um, that you have just dropped it after one uh, or two episodes? Tenshi Muyo at GXP. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Sorry, I had to say that. No, it, it's no, that series is offensive to, that's just not offensive to the senses. It's offensive to it's everything. Offensive. Yeah, it's it's, it's offensive <laughs> in general. So yeah, it's offensive to everything, <laughs> like Cults to, like uh, to like art, human culture, art, human culture, and the universe <laughs> itself. Like Cults if Tenji Muyo there. GXP doesn't exist, then you know I think we have, <laughs> I think human lifespan increases. <laughs> but, but I like GXP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Shut the f- up. No, no, you don't. Shut up, Colt. <laughs> hey, I'm not the data monkey, so back off me. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, Colt's like sitting there sharpening a knife. He's like, no, it's not bad. Ninety-nine percent of humanity would like to disagree. Well, let's see. Um, I had to turn off uh, Hamtaro when it was on Toonami because I'm oh, like, oh, yeah, shut up, Paul. I'm like, what the f- is this shit? I'm like, this is not action. I'm like, no. get this shit off of my screen. And then there was f***ing... I, I tried. I tried for the life of me to get into bo 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 I'm just like, I'm like, give me a knife. Stab me. Stab me, please. Just get me this show off my screen, please. I'll stab you. Wait, say, we've been trying. It hasn't worked. No, you have to stab him with a though. Jen, since you... have one of those. A hard object. But, Jen, Jen... Since, Jen, since you have been so vocal about... Uh, Hamtaro, has there been any series that you have dropped after one episode because it made you rage, or or uh, gave you a massive headache or something? Air. Have you guys ever seen that? Yes, I have. Um, I've heard of I, it, but I haven't seen it. I mean, the first episode, it was just so boring. There was nothing to it, and it just it was just annoying trying to get through the first episode. There was nothing going on. It was just boring. That's all I can say, really. Jake, that's uh, honestly I'll, I'll give a show three episodes that one i just had to drop at one <laughs> anything I even else bought it. Air. you bought it yeah i had to sell it after that i was like Screw this. <laughs> i'm gonna try i'm gonna have to think about what other tsunami shows there were that were terrible doesn't necessarily have to be tsunami it can uh, be i'm gonna go Ruin warriors, warriors. <laughs> well, Ruin warriors yep yeah. ryan any shows that you have dropped due to uh the show sucking too much no, I make myself, uh, I force myself to watch all of them. Really? Good job. So, so on a different take to the question, uh, mm-hmm. I force myself to do that one because I got nothing better to do with my time. But two, uh, I want to know if I can recommend it to a friend so I know how many episodes they have to watch to either drop it or not. Mm, that's, an interesting, yeah. uh, so, that's an interesting thought. And, you know, it's generally between three and four. I mean, the, the same number, but it's like, okay, if you don't connect by this, connect to this show by the episode three or four or sometimes mm. five, right? That mm. it's, you're not going to like it and just drop it for them. But, um, I generally give it a shot just because you never know what the hell's going to happen. Sometimes endings are worth it. Sometimes obviously not. Um, uh, but go ahead, Ryan. No, that's all I had. I had a joke for Jen oh, about okay. calling it dead air, but, and <laughs> must be talking about the flatulence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Anyways, so. um, for me, mm-hmm. I have to agree with Sketch. It's the uh, probably the first five episodes. If you don't have me hooked within the first five episodes, I'm like, all right, time to move on. Yeah, no matter what the uh, length of the show is. Um, yeah, because 
every series that I've seen personally, usually within the first five episodes, I get interested. And if mm-hmm. I'm not interested within the first five episodes, I don't care if it's One Piece or it's something as small as um, your date. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> look at the magnifying glass. Uh, it, it was Darrell. In all fairness, small. it was short. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, Darrell's is really small, but that's no story. <laughs> um, don't talk about Annie. Any, any roomed with me once, so I have. Uh, I am. I witnessed this, but anyways. Uh, oh, um, I don't know. I can see it over here. <laughs> well, that. What you got to put the magnifying glass down. Oh no, baby. No, that's for you. It's, no, it's my no, sundial. No, I, don't, I don't let you see my dick because I'm not that stupid. Anyways, um, or that desperate actually. Um, let's see. Lies. Uh, let's see here. Um, I'm trying to think of a, sh- a series that's like 12 episodes. Um, Codebreakers. Codebreakers 12 episodes. Within mm-hmm. the first five episodes, I was hooked on that series. So, yeah. Uh, I mean. It, it, if you don't have action in the first five episodes and you're just basically saying, Oh, I love you. I love you too. Uh, I'm like, yeah, get the f- out of here. Yeah. I'm good. Cause it, it's stupid. Why? I don't want to watch a f-ing series that just talks about love the whole time. Yeah. But there again, sort out online. The first season, <laughs> the first half was good. Other than the last episode, which I could be here forever talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, the second half of it was just absolutely trash. It was just like, yeah, what what am so, I watching here? You know, I agree. Like, the, the first arc sucked me in, and then exactly like you, you're all sucked into this. You're like, yeah, I got to see the second half of this thing, and then you're just like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, and then you forget that Asuna's like 14, 15, or whatever how old she is at the time. You're like, damn, she's hot, and you're like, wait a minute, like, you gotta ignore it. It doesn't work. <laughs> no, it doesn't work. It doesn't it not, work. Yeah, not like see, at all. But see, here's the problem. Like with, Sword Art, with shows like Sword Art where people get so worked up, they bring that into the equation and then it ruins the show for you because you're like, oh, God, this woman is so hot. And then you're like – then these people are like, oh, this show sucks. It, only in this show would a 16-year-old get molested or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you just ruined it. <laughs> like <laughs> why did you have to tell me her age? Like I'm just – I'm excluding the whole thing, whatever, molested – raped I, I think we are getting off topic though yeah <laughs> but I, very I, much getting off topic you get the picture like that's <laughs> that's what i'm saying like first five so. episodes whatever mm-hmm. so. no sketch is currently away this is the second second time this episode i've had to uh, <laughs> over of reasons. There, oh, he is. there he is hey. i was about <laughs> The genius is back. <sighs> okay, I was I was about to uh, I was about to try and yeah. stall a little bit to see uh, when you would come back. No, no, uh, sketch, I I posed, uh, while you were away, sketch, um, I posed the question of: um, Has there been any series that has been so offensive to you that you have dropped it after one episode, breaking your rule, your own rule? Uh, there's never been any that have been so offensive. Well, maybe not offensive, but like, you know, just bad. I, I oh, say bleach. offensive as in offensive to the senses. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I usually just drop a show because I'm, I'm not interested or I'm bored by it. And in that case, mm-hmm. uh, Mahoka was a recent example. And uh, I actually got a couple of episodes into this, but uh, Maria the Virgin Witch, I dropped oh, when okay. it uh, seriously tweaked my religious sensibilities <laughs> and i th- i 
love high school DXD. I enjoy the devil as a part-timer. So that kind of thing doesn't normally bother me, but the way they depicted the church in that show really pissed me off. <laughs> so uh, I dropped that. I guess I'll have to watch it then. See what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Like, mm, imagine the the Foster family and Michiko and Hachin, but there's like more of them. <laughs> and, well, I don't know if they're quite as bad as that family, but the way they depicted the church of that really pissed me off. So, okay. yeah, there you go. It's not tasteful. It's not a tasteful like uh, scrapped princess or something. No, no, it's not. But you know, I would have dropped ass class way early on yeah. too. But if it wasn't for Sunny Street being awesome. <laughs> but it's a good series. Like I'm, I'm really glad I stuck with it because I've enjoyed it. So you know, it's one of those things you never know. Yeah, I wasn't entirely feeling uh, Assassination Classroom when I watched the first episode, but the second and the third really got me into it. Yeah. And suppose it, from everything I've heard, Sonny Strait makes that show. Oh, he's <laughs> if you're great. watching he's the broadcast, uh, so so is the Japanese guy. So, yeah, yeah, they do well. They're, or they're um, fun. shoot. So, there we go. We got ourselves some uh, recommendations. Yeah. Uh, I can't really think of anything else that I dropped. Well, I dropped Nisekoi. Uh, well, no, I made it like six episodes into Nisekoi. Uh, and then I just got behind and I, I didn't, I'm probably going to finish that someday, but, uh, another, <laughs> a lot of times that's what happens. Uh, Mikaku city actors. I watched one and a half episodes. I fell asleep watching the second episode and then I was, I was done. The first episode was intriguing enough though. <laughs> I thought the AI character was as bad or worse than Yui. Like if you, if <laughs> Yui was a dick. which has its charms but at the same time i found to be more than a little insufferable (laughs) and the other character that was introduced was just kind of boring so i uh and then the next episode they introduce a a entirely different character and i'm guessing that's probably what that show does because it's an ensemble cast i i don't know i i was not compelled to watch more um, I guess that's it for our topic. We have thoroughly combed it. Yeah. And um, thanks for the yeah. suggestion, Ryan. That was a, was a good topic. It's a, to discuss. That's a good one. I think that's yeah, a particularly a good, good topic to discuss regarding uh, when new shows show up on Toonami. Exactly. Give shows a couple um, of episodes. They make but what we much. what we always ask is that if you end up not liking the show, um, at least mute the TV and like uh, play games on your computer or something. Yes. <laughs> or go and make a sandwich like Jim did. Yeah. Have yourself a nice long <laughs> restroom break. Yeah. Someone, let's put it this way: the more, the better ratings that we get, the the more uh, the budget that we'll get for Toonami, and the more shows we can get. So mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing. This is an experiment. So. Or at least, at least watch it and see where it goes, because you never know. Yeah. yeah, the show may surprise you. And the opposite may be true. You may like the first couple of episodes and find that you don't really like the show after that. It happens. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping people don't feel that way about Michiko and Hachin, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. I think that there's plenty of good stuff in there to hook the audience, even if it's not all action all the time. Michiko right. has big boobs. 
Yeah. Well, the rest of Although, also that bump. I'm going to put a hole in them dig old biddies. No. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Black Lagoon, see, but ratings. Devins, I, I mean, can see why you're so proud of this show. <laughs> so anyway. All right, so we got some emails to get to. Yes, yes very, lots very of emails. long emails. Let's get to Lots of emails. Oh, look, two of them are fairly short. The uh, One of them is very long. Oh, Blue Alexander's a long one. Okay. Yeah. Well, Blue Alexander was <laughs> not able to chime in on Inuyasha, the final act, before now because he was very, very busy the past couple weeks. So working we we definitely wanted to get his thoughts on that series since he is such a huge fan but first mm. a short email from king sean hey guys me again i wanted to say that i shared in the apathy toward final act's ending all that build up for naranko to be so misunderstood ugh anyway yeah way to break down a, a, an otherwise pretty good villain yeah seriously Anyway, this is mostly for Jim. Jim, you are yes. good representation for us SAO dissenters, but I think now we should just quit. At this point, being seriously critical of SAO is like being critical of the room. Huh, that sounds familiar. <laughs> I know. I, saw you just, <clears throat> I say you just sit back and laugh like me and my friends do whenever the shining beacon of hilarity known as Death Gun is on screen, and the show is unbearable without him. Oh, I got some bad news. <laughs> Death Gun will <laughs> not be out for I much longer. Bad news. <laughs> well, that's it for me this week. Have a good one, Tsunami Faithful. Okay, well... Um, Thanks for the email, Sean. <laughs> Sean? Um, I don't know. I, I don't think I have a rebuttal for this, mostly because it's like, yeah, but at the same time... <sighs> You know, I don't want to just sit back and take it, from, you know, because um, that's fair. Sorry. That's yeah. I don't want to sit back and take it. It's like, do you see this? Do you people see this? It's it's like letting the inmates run the asylum. I, I think it's good to be able to riff on things. Just, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, there just but, uh, there comes a time when so you're, you serious. can't. There comes a time when you want when you can riff on something. And then there comes a time where it's just, and, and. Why is this still here? Kill me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Mm. <laughs> that's all I can think of when it comes to um, Sword Art Online 2. <laughs> and Sword Art in general. Mm -hmm. Now, continuing on, we have a lengthy email from Blue Alexander, which I will have Jim read. Okay. Hey guys, this is from Blue Alexander ninety three, uh, our resident Inuyasha fan. Guess what this email's about? Hey guys, gals, and loyal listeners. So last week I was the big Inuyasha send off, and me, being the loyal and insane Inuyasha fanboy that I am, I would have written a long email talkback, right? Well, work got in the way. One hundred hours over two weeks. So pardon the tardiness of these parting thoughts I am sharing with you all. But you know what? You're forgiven because your wallet will not be uh, going unhappy. Inuyasha is not a perfect series by any means. Being a fan of this series for about 12 years, I've studied this series inside and out, top to bottom, left to right, right to left, and despite all the flaws, believe me, there are many flaws to be found, it's still my favorite anime series, period. Here's a brief history of how loyal I was and still am to this series. Prior to 2007, I didn't have cable, and prior to 2011, I didn't have home internet. 
So the only way I could see the series was if I happened to be in a hotel room or staying with family, which was rather infrequent. And when I couldn't watch the series, I would go to a library and use their computers to go on fan sites, read read fan fiction. I was in grade school. Shut up. Read up on episodes and just consume as much Inuyasha as I could find. So skip ahead to 2007. I finally get cable TV and find that Inuyasha was airing for an hour at 5 a.m. every morning on Adult Swim. There I found my early morning entertainment before school and I would watch it every single morning. Then skip ahead to 2009 and I find out that a new series was coming, The Final Act. There, I made it a priority to go into a nearby library and watch those episodes on Hulu every week. Funny story about that. The first episode was actually uploaded to Hulu without subtitles, and I watched it anyway. That's how big of a fan I am. I could go on and on with my life story with this series, but I think the loyalty I've shown toward it for over a decade should more than speak for itself. And like I said, it's not a perfect series by any means. It has issues with pacing, character, repetition, and so on. But despite it all, it holds up to me extraordinarily well and is still my favorite series, period. Inuyasha is a series I can always go back to, be it in the anime or manga, at just about any place in the story, and still find myself engrossed and entertained. I'm glad it managed to last as long as it did on Adult Swim, and I'm glad the final act came to Adult Swim and Toonami. Better late than never, right? Although I'm not so glad over the people that pretty much just shat all over the series as it was airing the last few months. I get it, people won't like everything. But it still kind of bummed me out to see the responses people had toward it. But let it be known, I never attacked anyone over their dislike of Inuyasha. That's not my thing. SAO fans take note. Regardless of what people may think towards the series, the fact remains that it is one of the absolute cornerstones of Adult Swim, and it does hold just as much importance to the network as Cowboy Bebop does. Yes, unpopular opinion. I'm ready for people to tell me I'm wrong. Why else would it have lasted for as long as it did? It holds importance, it holds significance, and it's just that damn good. So although this may be the end of Inuyasha on Adult Swim, for the foreseeable future, I won't be forgetting it or letting it go anytime soon. Fare thee well, Inuyasha. Until we meet again, happy trails to you. Hmm. Until we meet again on your DVD shelf. It is certainly very important. If you didn't know, I do believe that Inuyasha is one of the only anime represented on Adult Swim's big mural in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yes. Along with Viva, Digo, FLCL. Yeah, I think, I think that's it. Just those four. That's an amazing send-off. I mean, right? I mean, yeah. What, uh, well, I mean, he. I mean, Alex is well, probably well the biggest Inuyasha fan I know. Mm-hmm. So he touched on everything. So he uh, he did a much better job than we did. <laughs> <laughs> pretty comprehensive, I must say. It's a pretty comprehensive. Pretty comprehensive, but and he was right a dedicated it, fan. He, yeah. he was. He was far more dedicated than I think a lot uh, any of us were. Man, that takes me back to when oh, I would no. look up stuff about Dragon Ball Z on on the dial-up internet. <laughs> oh, BBSs. Pedal power. <laughs> hey, that sounds like me. <laughs> so, so I, You know, I, I would say that I, I'm a huge Inuyasha fan, too, so I, I just... That, that pretty much describes everything. Organized into better thoughts than you could probably come up with. Exactly, especially on all these drugs, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> junkie. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you some later, sweetums. Mm-hmm. Sweet. If it ain't booze, I don't want it. Well, I think we have. I think we have uh, one last email sketch. Yes, we do. This one comes from Dragonzord1993 on the forum. Mm-hmm. Hello, TFP Dragonzord1993 here with some actual feedback for the podcast. At least I hope this is proper feedback. At the- it better be. 
-hmm. At the time of this email, you created three Toonami Faithful video reviews for Codebreaker, Psychopaths, and One Piece Film Z. Z. That's actually One Piece Film Z. Z (laughs) One Piece Film Z. Recommending all three for Toonami. Do you plan on making more video reviews such as those? If not, is it possible that you could dedicate a small section of your podcast episodes to discussing a certain show and whether or not it would be a good candidate for Toonami? Granted, you can do so without making the episodes too long. I personally don't mind longer episodes, but I can see why people wouldn't like those. Question mark. I'll answer, I'll answer that after we do the whole email. Yeah. Uh, continuing the email, a different thought. Also, on an unrelated side note, since you've stated before that you guys play Smash Brothers, Nintendo released Smash, a Smash Brothers fighter ballot allowing you to vote for any video game character, including third-party characters, to become part of the Smash Brothers roster. Did you vote? Let us stop you right there because those three characters were probably already uh, uh, were probably the three that they had in mind. <laughs> uh, you mean the DSL that's been released so far? Yeah, the D. Th- yeah, the DLC that already yeah, got. They're still taking the, submissions. The... They're actually taking submissions oh, really? until fall. Oh, really? That was my understanding. Yeah. Hmm. So he asks if if so, what character did you vote for? My personal vote was for Morgan. Morgan. Mor- Morgan. Morgan. From the Just Dark Stalker series. Mm-hmm. If you haven't voted, here's the link. Enclosed. Yes. <laughs> The link enclosed is uh, http cp.nintendo.co.co.jp slash us. Yes. I think that's the whole thing. But uh, just go to the Smash Brothers website and you should be able to find the, the form on there somewhere. My personal pick, though I have not submitted it yet, is probably going to be Isaac from Golden Sun because I would like to see Golden okay. Sun represented. Because he's mm-hmm. a he is a sword user, which there are certainly plenty of. But he is also a magic user, so it could be something similar to Robin, the uh, Fire Emblem character that can use swords and uh, magic. So um, I would like to see Golden Sun represented by somebody, and I think Isaac or his descendant Matthew would be a good choice for that. But I don't know. There's some other characters that I'd really like to consider. Roy's already back, so that takes one character off my list that I would probably have voted for. And I'm yeah. happy um, to have him back. Can I ask a question about Smash Brothers real quick? Yeah, sure. I saw something online, and I'm sure it's a mod, so it probably is not even part of the game. But where did Rukia, or, um, Ryuko? What's her name? Ryoko come from from Kill a Kill, all of a sudden show Ryuko. up. Ryuko. Uh, Ryuko is Tenshi Muyo. Ryuko <laughs> yeah, sorry. Is... I, I might, I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I couldn't you, no, you say the same thing regardless. <laughs> well, whatever. Time. Yeah, this Ryuko is, is, part of the is uh, very talented. They've managed to put a number of characters in uh, modding uh, characters like Marth to be Kirito or uh, I think Zero from Code Geass. Uh. Yeah, actually, it's uh, using uh, Mii Fighters, pretty much. No, this isn't for this isn't for Smash Wii U. Actually, this is for Smash Brothers Brawl. Oh, uh, Project M. Yeah, uh, Project M is is kind of the biggest Smash Brothers mod. But even beyond that, they have uh, various skins that people have created, such as the mm-hmm. Ryuko skin that uh, that Paul has seen and uh, other folks have seen. It's really it's cool. Uh, I like that they have Erica Mendez 
uh, yeah. all her stuff yeah. for Yuko in that. Yeah, yeah they yeah, probably so got it. They probably yeah. had Bryce oh, wow. for Kirito, too, but I didn't really get to hear Kirito because that fight was very short. Yeah. Um, Yuko kicked Kirito's so, ass. <laughs> so as far as that first part of the email, um, the Tsunami Faithful Reviews, it's more or less we have to have time to be able to do it. Um, it also has to be a series that we feel is like, okay, this is something that we're presenting to you on a silver platter, Toonami. This is what we really think you should put on Toonami, kind of, I guess, is the, the way to put it. Also, mm-hmm. it, it's on based on timing. Um, there's another series that just came out that hopefully I'll start watching tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I want to say Bryce is in it. Um I think it's it's Blaze Blade something. Blaze Blue. Blaze Blue. Yeah, Blaze Blue. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. I think he's After in there. memory. Uh, uh, he might be in there somewhere. I I, I heard that he was in it or something, but um, I mean something like that. If it if it catches my eye and it's something that definitely should be on Tsunami, then yeah, that's what we try to do. So, um, we want to do more. It's just basically it depends on time. <laughs> We don't have a lot of time. Let's put it that way. None of us really have a lot of time. Taking time to do this podcast is actually sometimes a chore. So, you know. No, but. thanks to you. A fantastic <laughs> chore. Yes, it is a fantastic chore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it is. So, kind of springboarding off of that, uh, yeah, it takes time to do those kinds of reviews, but I'm not opposed to having a segment where we kind of target a particular show. <laughs> A lot of the times we, around the time a show could potentially be showing up on Toonami, we discuss possibilities, but we never yeah. really, really dive into a particular show and talk about, uh, give everybody's thoughts on uh, whether or not we think it'd be a good mm-hmm. choice for Toonami. So I think maybe we could do that right. in the future. I mean, we could do, like, for example, we could do the same thing what we do with a review, just take Jim's audio and put it into a podcast. I mean, we could do it that way. I mean, these reviews are not more than usually three to four minutes. So, yeah, I mean, we could do that too. And to be honest with you, it would sound a lot better. And then just basically after hearing that, uh, springboard off of that and just be like, okay, this is what we think. This is what, you know, said person said, this is what this, this is what we think, you know, stuff like that. We could do that. So, I mean, it's a possibility, but, you know, we'll have to see. Yeah, we're not exactly running out of things to talk about. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, we never run out of things to talk about. Trust me. <laughs> Which is astonishing. No. But for <laughs> some be... reason, when we do make mention of certain shows, at some point they end up on Toonami, though. Right. <laughs> it, it would be cool doing your uh, YouTube stuff if you guys picked a show like once a month, like we're going to review this show. I mean, that's a segment that you could possibly partake in. Sure, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, you give yourself a month to actually watch a show as opposed to right. weekly or what, you know, whatever. It's a possibility. It's a, it's a possibility, yeah. Well, I, um, obviously, you want to keep it like 12 episode shows for doing it monthly, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, first show, Hyperdimension, Hyperdimension, Neptunia. Let's go, Drill. <laughs> Drill, want to be the strongest in the world? Get to it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, he well, it uh, it has action. <laughs> and Monica Rial. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Camel Toe. Oh, God. Lots. <laughs> and, <laughs> and lots of Boston Crab. Oh, 
Yeah. And the camel clutch. At least no one camel toad. clutch. <laughs> yeah, but enough about that show. Mm-hmm. It hurts. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. I'm out of here. It's time to get out of here. So let's do some house cleaning. Get All on right. your knees. Uh, no, that's your job. Anyways, you can email us at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Just like these gentlemen did, send us your emails every week. We love feedback, and we would love to hear your opinions about shows if you don't if you can't put in a tweet so again that email is podcast at tsunamifaithful.com rate and review the podcast on itunes and stitcher please also follow us on soundcloud at soundcloud.com slash podcast for some odd reason sketch forgets to keep putting this in there but you can subscribe there you can download there you can like our podcast there you can even comment on certain parts of the podcast as you're listening to it there as well so please do follow us there. It's soundcloud.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Uh, you can like us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast, which, by the way, we're almost to 1,000 likes on that page. I don't know where all of you people have been coming from, but like for the last couple of months, like I've been getting like 100 to 200 uh, likes per month, and I don't know why, but thank you. So keep that up. Again, it's uh, facebook.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. It's at Tsunami Podcast. And you can tumble with us, as usual, on Tumblr, tsunamifaithfulofficial.tumblr.com. To listen to any of the old episodes and our exclusives, is along with uh, the Absolution Sessions and the Tsunami Show Rundown, uh, it's podcast.tsunamifaithful.com. Again, you can see all of our epi- You can listen to all of our episodes there. You can see a couple of them because some of them were video. And... Um, yeah, so just go there. And then lastly, as we mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, and Ryan was one of our contributors, uh, we have what's called a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash podcast. This allows us, this allows you guys to, to help us fund the site, fund our activities, and do the things that we really want to do. Because the one thing that we have been trying to reiterate to you guys, and I know it's probably something that's annoying, but it is true. A lot of this stuff that we do is expensive. To get a camera is expensive. To go to these cons is becoming very much expensive. I, Jim can probably attest to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's an expense that we want to try to make as low as possible. So that way we can do the things that you like to see, which is bring you guys more content. You've seen our tsunami interviews over the years. You've seen the tsunami panel that we've done. You've seen the various interviews we've done at different cons. We bring you that stuff because we have somebody there or we can afford it. We want to do more. We want to do, we want to reach outside of our bounds and do more, go to more cons and do more things. So in order to do that, we need your guys help. And what we're asking for you guys to do is even just simply do a dollar a month. That helps us. Okay. A dollar a month is, does go a long way. And I'm not going to sit here and preach about it all day long, but if you can help us, please do because Again, it will go a long way, and it will bring you guys more content. And that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to go above and beyond what we've done years. In pretty years. Yes. So, again, it's patreon.com slash Podcast. Hopefully, you guys can help us out. All right, so it's time to get out of here. And uh, since, Ryan, you're the guest, where can they find you on Twitter? They can find me at rgod55. <laughs> um and that's about it. But before they go, 
where before I go, uh, I want to thank you guys for letting me partake uh, in your fun and your passion. And I do want to reiterate what you said that whatever you can contribute is fantastic and help these guys out do what they enjoy doing um, and hopefully help them continue to uh, bring us great content and so much fun every single week. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Ryan. I mean, Thanks, Ryan. Now I can't even freaking be mean to you at this point. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, for a, for for a minute or two, it'll sink in. Don't worry. <laughs> the, the booze will kick in. <laughs> you know, I you know it doesn't take me long, dude. Hey, hugs. Don't touch me. <laughs> you know you like it. Don't touch me. He loves it. Drell, you know you, you know you love the vanilla love. <laughs> Damn right. I'm as white <laughs> as they get. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Anyways, Jen, where can they find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Tarzana, and I have an Ask FM, and that's at Tarzana as well. Also at the nearest bar. Um, <laughs> I'm almost there. Let's see. Jim, where can they find you? You can find me at ZeroAlucard27 on Twitter, and then you can also find me on the Nintendo Network at RinOku95. By the way, your voice is extra sexy today. I just got to mention that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that, Uber that hot. Mic, that mic just it, it just makes your voice so sexy. It turns me on. Anyways, I hope my, I hope, I hope my silky friend, smooth, Jim. Silky. I hope my fiance's <laughs> not listening. Anyways, um, Darrell, where can they find you? Oh well, you know, you motherfuckers can find me in the nearest bottle somewhere. Um. But yeah, you can find me at ukami underscore samurai seven at twitter.com. You can also find me on s.fm backslash ukami seventy five. And if you want to send me any evil emails, you can do that at derailmadox at tsunamifaithful.com. But see, do they want to find you on Twitter? Hell no, they don't, motherfucker. You know I'm crazy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, Sketch, where can they find you on the interwebs? You can find me on the Twitters at sketch1984. You can tumble with me sketch1984.tumblr.com you can ask me questions at ask.fm backslash sketch1984 and if you have any comments or suggestions for the podcast and thank you again Dragonzord for uh, chiming in you can send those to sketch at tunamifaithful.com or podcast at tunamifaithful.com and if you want to play me in uh, Smash Brothers for 3DS I do not have a Wii U you can find me on the Nintendo Network. I'm pretty sure it's The Sketch 1984, or it might just be Sketch 1984. I, I do not recall off the top of my head. But I want to settle it in Smash. Because Roy's my boy, and he will wreck you. Roy's our boy. Roy's our boy. I don't think that, that uh, game's on the Xbox One. Just saying. Mm. Shut up, Ryan. <laughs> and last but not least... Paul, where can they find you? Uh, well, at the bar because everybody seems <laughs> to make fun of me all the time. Um, let's see. You can find me on you Twitter. You don't drink. Well, he's got well, that I'm one gonna, beer. I'm gonna start oh. drinking now because you it has guys... a nipple on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start drinking because you guys are so. There's mean, nothing wrong with a nipple. <laughs> is it a purple shiny nipple? <laughs> yes, it is. It wait, wait, be. wait, could wait, be. Ryan. Ryan, what? What? Ryan, do you even know what a nipple is? Anyways, um, oh. so you can find me on Twitter. I've been told about it. <laughs> Anyways, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. That just, I don't even know what to say to that. Um, it's the milk fountain, right? <laughs> oh, my God. 
Yummy, yummy, milky, milky. I don't even know what to say to you right now. Um, you can find me on Instagram. It's Instagram.com slash And you can also ask me questions. And please stop harassing Sketch because I, at this point, I just want to give Sketch a gun and be like, here, shoot yourself. Um, we love Sketch. It's ask.fm slash I don't understand how you just don't like – Destroy your ass.fm sketch. I just don't. Because, like, the questions on there, I'm just like, really? Eh. Like, oh, Jose sucks. Oh, he shouldn't be doing the dude. I'm like, oh, my God. Somebody oh my referencing God. Jose's <laughs> sword art post from over a year ago. Yeah, because I saw that. What? I'm like, why? really? <laughs> oh, my God. Which is the reason why they never come to my page. And the reason why they'll never be on the, this podcast. But anyways... <laughs> So, yes, exactly. So that's it for the podcast this week. Thank you guys for listening each and every week. And thank you for listening to the last podcast because, holy shit, in two days we did like 300, over 300 downloads and plays on just SoundCloud. So thank you guys for listening each and every week. But that's it for this week's Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Peace. We're out. Deuces! Bye, guys. Kisses!